Welcome to Annunciation with Father David. Father David is the priest at Annunciation Greek Orthodox Church in Decatur, Illinois, where every week people are connected to the ancient wisdom of Orthodox Christianity. Here is Father David. Christ is in our midst. He is in our midst. Good morning. Good morning, Father. Uh, one of the most important moments in my young life when I was a young man was when I picked up and started to read Thucydides and his history of the Peloponnesian War. I did this because when I was younger I had a goal of being a history teacher. I went to school, graduated with a degree of history, but I was washed out of the education program because Ultimately, God wanted me teaching something else. But when I read Thucydides, uh, it was shocking. You have to understand, Thucydides is credited as being the first modern historian. He's the first person uh, in history who attempted to write uh, what could be called an objective account of the Peloponnesian War, as opposed to a polemic account of an event, which was um, more normal and frankly continues to be more normal to this day. But his account of how the Peloponnesian War came about was shockingly familiar because as I was reading it, I said I could easily substitute the Soviet Union for every reference to Sparta and the United States for every reference to Athens, and you wouldn't be able to tell the difference between the buildup towards the Peloponnesian War and the Cold War. And what it revealed to me is that uh, there's that old axiom that those who do not know history are doomed to repeat it. I don't think that's true, because even if you know history, you are doomed to repeat it, because Human behavior is circular. Sparta did something to Athens, Athens retaliated. Sparta retaliated because of what Athens did. Athens retaliated because of what Sparta did, etc., etc., etc. This went on until they exhausted themselves. There's all kinds of ways and things that people throughout history find another group of people to get angry with and they do something to them that other group does something back and it goes back and forth and back and forth and back and forth until finally they're exhausted and somebody else shows up to do something to go back and forth and back and forth I mean you can substitute Hindus and Muslims you can substitute Chinese and Japanese, you can substitute uh, Germans and the French or the English and the French, you can uh, substitute the uh, America and Britain or America and the Soviet Union, uh, you can substitute whites, blacks, whatever you want. It goes on and on and on and has done so since Cain killed his brother over and over and over again. The only thing in the entire history of creation 
that has broken this pattern is Christ. Because Christ came to us and became a human being to take on our nature despite the fact that we are sinners. Despite all of the nasty things that we have done to Him. As Paul says in today's epistle, Timothy, my son, the saying is sure and worthy of full acceptance that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners, and I am the foremost of sinners. Recall that Paul is a murderer. He condoned the stoning of St. Stephen, the proto-martyr. And when Christ, through whom all of creation was made, was arrested and spat upon and scourged and made fun of, taunted and teased, and finally crucified, Christ said something outstanding awesome, and world-shattering. He said, Forgive them, for they know not what they do. And thus the cycle was broken. The very man who was responsible for sticking a spear in his side could become a saint. St. Longinus, the centurion, that throughout the history of the church, the very people who condemn the church, who persecute the church, are accepted as martyrs, accepted as full members of the church when they realize the magnitude of what is really going on that peoples of all nations have become not only members of the church, but saints. The cycle has been broken. The retaliation, the hatred, the retribution, the revenge that has been going on since the beginning of time has ended, has been broken. And all it takes is for those wonderful words said by by Christ on the cross. Forgive them for they know not what they do. I forgive you. And we see it over and over and over again throughout the history of the church. One of the most powerful is uh, St. Dionysius who had a man show up at his door one day saying that there's a mob that is going to kill him. And of course, he lets him in, houses him, feeds him, protects him. And then when this man sees the holiness of Dionysius, he says, I have to confess something. That the reason that those men wanted to kill me was that I murdered a man. And that man was the brother of Dionysius. And again, instead of perpetuating the cycle of violence and the cycle of revenge, Dionysius not only forgave the man,
but made sure that he had safe passage out of the town where he was so that he could escape that cycle of violence. So it would end with him. And of course, unfortunately today, in the modern world, as Thucydides so wonderfully demonstrated, is no different than it was 400 years before Christ. The cycle continues to this day. All you have to do is turn on the news and there it is. Whether it is on a small scale or a large scale, it goes on every single day. And we are here to break that cycle. So that when someone does something against us, whether it be personally or as an institution or as a people, it is our job to stand in front of the world and to say, forgive them for they know not what they do. I forgive you to break the cycle and to show the world the blessings that come from breaking that cycle. Not the least of which is us following in the footsteps of our Lord God and Savior to Golgotha so that we might experience the everlasting life that he has granted to us all through the cross and through those words. Lord, forgive them for they know not what they do. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, now and ever. Amen.